Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. Just a reminder for those of you who maybe missed it the first time at home particularly. I think everybody in the space has a paper and pen. You will need one. I am Sarah Ewing Merrill, lead pastor here at Hope Gateway, and I use she and her as my pronouns. We are continuing our series, What Good is Faith? And I am really grateful to all of those who have shared the wisdom of this series and the gifts of awe and wonder, humility, ritual, and groundedness that are the goodness of faith. So today I'd like to talk about faith as support system. This week I attended the BTS convocation where Cole Arthur Riley was a keynote speaker. You might have heard me talk about Cole Arthur Riley before because she's basically my guru. She said to those of us who attended, you are sensitive people who see the pain and danger of the future of the world. And I think the same is true for those of us at Hope Gateway. We are not head in the sand people We see the pain of the world. We do not ignore it. We don't have rose-colored glasses about the present or the future of our world. We know that these are hard times and that there are hard times to come. Cole's admonition caught me. It struck me deep in my heart and brought tears to my eyes. She said, You are going to have to find a way to protect yourself from despair. A community who can help protect you from despair. Church, Hope Gateway, is a community. Can be protection from despair. It can be a support system for us. And we all need support systems. If we don't think we need it right now, if we think we can carry ourselves alone, there will come a time in the not too distant future that that will not be true. This is not pessimism. This is realism. Support systems have give and take. Sometimes we are supported, and sometimes we are supporting. So, in light of all of this, here are these ancient words written to the newly developing followers of Jesus in the city of Corinth. This image of the body of Christ has been a foundational Christian teaching for over 2,000 years.
Christ is just like the human body. A body is a unit and has many parts. And all the parts of the body are one body, even though there are many. We were all baptized in one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek or slave or free, and we are all given one spirit to drink. Certainly the body isn't one part, but many. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, does that mean it's not part of the body? If the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, does that mean it's not part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, what would happen to the hearing? And if the whole body were an ear, what would happen to the sense of smell? But as it is, God has placed each one of the parts in the body just like God wanted. If all were one and the same part, what would happen to the body? But as it is, there are many parts but one body. You got that yet? Many parts, one body. Many parts, one body. One body, many parts. It's like a song. So, Jesus does live in our hearts, Becky. Right. So the eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Or in turn, the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Instead, the parts of the body that people think are the weakest, are the most necessary. And continuing a few verses later, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. If one part gets the glory, all the parts celebrate with it. You are the body of Christ, parts of each other. We need each other. We are not independent. We are dependent. No one functions independently, no matter what they say. We are all different, but we are all connected. We each bring our own gifts and graces, and we all have our own unique needs. When one hurts, we all hurt. When one celebrates, we all celebrate. We are not alone. We live in community. I love the author Frederick Backman. I think I've read every single one of his books. And recently, his latest book was released in the English translation. He writes, it's his third book in the Beartown series, and it is a story of crisis and support systems of independent people who learn they need each other. And when one of the main characters is on the edge of a panic attack and deciding who to call, Backman writes, that is the question a crisis asks. Who is your person? That is the question a crisis asks. Who is your person? So take that piece of paper out and that writing utensil and to take a minute to write down on that sheet of paper 
Who are your people? Who would you call in a time of an emergency or crisis? Not 911. That is not, that is not your people. They are helpful. You should call 911, but this is not what we're talking about. Not 911, but a beloved, a beloved person in your life. Who can you depend on in difficult times to be there, to listen and support you? I hope you'll keep thinking about this. That paper is for you. You're not leaving it here. You're taking it with you. But I have a follow-up question for you. Is there a Hope Gateway person on that list? Because if it is, then there is not just an individual, but a system, a connection, a web, who is there to hold you in a time of crisis. We are pretty good around here at caring for one another, if we know a need. We make meals, we deliver groceries, we give rides, but we only know about those needs if they are shared. I was sick for almost two weeks recently, and several Hope Gateway people asked if we needed anything. It was hard for me to think about what actually might be helpful. It took energy I didn't have to think creatively. You know, when you're in that drain space, I don't know what I need. What do I need? That's a hard question, right? But then some of those offers got specific. Do you need yard work done before the upcoming storm? Can I drop off a meal to you today? And the winner was, I am dropping off a meal to you tomorrow morning. <laughs> and at that point, I couldn't say no and I didn't even want to. And even though I felt like I was getting something I didn't deserve, and I knew that the maker of the meal didn't have extra time and energy to sacrifice her bandwidth for me, I realized that I just needed to be open to receiving. I reminded myself that I've been there for that family again and again when they needed extra support. And that if we were really community, I needed to not only give, but receive. And let me tell you, that warm food that we feasted on and that no one in my house labored to make both warmed our bodies and our spirits in real and tangible ways. It felt like grace, like communion, And that's what it means to be a support system. I'd like to end with a short blessing and a simple image from the book, 40 Days, 40 Days Prayer Book, illustrated by Scott Erickson, Scott the painter of Instagram, with words by Justin McRoberts. Oh, skip this one. I cut that out of my sermon, sorry. Okay, 
it's a really great quote. It'll be coming out of gateways this week. Read it later. Okay, what do you see in this picture? Shout it out. What do you see? Flowers, butterflies. A cocoon. Bees. Ladybugs. I miss the ladybugs. I thought it looked like a heart, but it does look like a beehive, a honeycomb. It looks like all of those. Birds. The quote says that matches this image created together. May I learn to see that what I need is beautifully tangled up with what I get to offer. May I learn to see that what I need is beautifully tangled up with what I get to offer. My life is not my own. These bees and butterflies and ladybugs need these flowers. They need them. Bees and butterflies need flowers, and the flowers need the bees and butterflies. And to my eyes, they form the shape of a beating heart. May we all acknowledge that we have something to give to this community, this support system. May we all admit that we have needs that can be met by others. And may we live as if we are actually the body of Christ, connected, each part essential, each one precious. Not independent, but dependent. A protection from despair, a beacon towards hope. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.